You're listening to Making Money Online with Lisa Johnson, the podcast that tells you what it really takes to build a business and the simple steps to get you there. I'm determined to share with you the reality of easy, simple business marketing tips to make passive income so that you can start making money online. Making Money Online is sponsored by Nicola J. Rowley PR helping entrepreneurs and brands get visible through strategic storytelling. If you're serious about being seen and impacting the lives of others, harnessing the power of PR is the best way to grow and scale your business. Visit njrpr.com for more details and read Nicola's best-selling book, The Power of PR. Hello, hello, and welcome to this week's podcast. Today, we're going to talk in getting organized in your business. And this is particularly going to be a great podcast for those of you in your first couple of years in business, which is normally the time when we don't really think about the organization and the finances and all of those because we're just getting started and we want to get those clients in. But actually, it's really important to have systems in place to help you in your business, to know what's coming in and out, to know what meetings you have and all of those kind of things. And so I'm here with somebody who invented something to help us to all do that. So I'm here with Caro Sison. Caro helps startup businesses and those a bit further on to get organized with their entire business without needing to use a lot of spreadsheets, as we usually do. So welcome to the podcast, Caro. Thanks, Lisa. So let me talk a bit to you first, before we get into kind of what you built, why did you build it? Like what happened in your life that made you go, because you weren't a tech person. So what made you go, I know, I'll build an app. So my daughter, Megan, came home one day when she was 19 after she'd left school and she didn't want to go to uni. Totally fine about that. But she came home after a holiday and she just said seven magic words, mum, I want to work for myself. And I was so excited about the prospect of her doing that before she even hit 20. But my biggest concern was because she has dyscalculia, can't understand numbers, spreadsheets, super creative, but the finance part wasn't going to be her, her game. So I knew that she would be amazing at what she did, but unless she managed all of this finance and the organization part, she wouldn't still be in business in 12 months. So I did a lot of due diligence, looked around, could find at least 50 apps all doing one strand of something or other, but nothing all in one place. And I just thought, well, something needs to join up all the dots in her business, um, needs to be in color because business always looks better in color. And I think I will make it for her. How hard can it be? I'm, I'm a mum. I can do anything. So <laughs> I set about on this tech journey, having never written a line of code and never planning to and totally in over my head right from I- the get go. I love that you didn't have anything to do with code and you'd had nothing to do with like finances in business or anything. And you were just like, yeah, I can do this. There are so many people that kind of think, well, that's not my forte. Like I can't do that because I've never done it before. But that didn't phase you at all. You were just like, well, well, surely I can do it. I've been a mum. I'm a mum. Mums can do anything, can't we? <laughs> that's just what we do. So where did you start? How did you start? Like, I wouldn't even know where to start building an app. It's been such a roller coaster. I just did a whole big brain dump. I contacted a friend whose husband did some tech stuff and I started doing what they call wireframes and we sort of mapped a load of stuff out. And then we got to a point where we had to start putting some code together. But my first year was a, I was totally naive. I got really burnt. And when I was just about to what I thought was launch, um, two weeks before the launch, um, 
the guy just disappeared, did a runner. I had nothing and I hadn't seen any final version and I'd spent a shed load of money and had nothing to show for it. And I was mortified. And we had a stand booked at the NEC in Birmingham at the beauty show. We've got all the t-shirts printed and I had nothing. And I just said to Megan, right, we're going to put our big girl pants on. We're going to go up there anyway, tell everyone it's the pre-launch party and we will stand and tell everyone. And we collected 300 email addresses of people about this fictitious app that didn't exist yet. And I was just saying, oh yes, it's on its way, which it wasn't because we'd grind to a halt. So how did, what happened then? Did you then get somebody else to take over or did he come back? Yeah, no, he disappeared. He had nothing for me. So I've been through six developers and uh, it's been a total journey. I've been with my current team for about the last three years. And as usual, with a curveball in Pocket PA, they were based in the Ukraine. So we spent most of this year rescuing them and trying to keep things going. But yeah, I've been through a lot of different developers to get to this version 3.0 that we have now. And I've learned a huge amount. I think only about 2% of uh, the tech industry is female founders and even smaller percentage women of a certain age. So I think I'm living proof. If you want to get into it, it is possible. Yeah, you can do it. So tell us a bit about the app. I've obviously seen um, the version that is there now. When it first started, what did it do and what did you want it to do? I wanted it to do everything that it does now, but it didn't clearly. It was just (laughs) such an, I started off with an iPhone app, an actual native app that you downloaded from the Apple store because that was what Megan needed. She just wanted it on her phone and I was making it for her as as a self-indulgent mum does. And it very quickly became apparent that these sorts of things are built on platforms on a web app where you don't have to download anything, but that was going to be a much bigger affair. So I needed it to work on a web browser and then it would be mobile friendly. So I've learned all of these things and we've built it um, in a particular way, which um, adjusts different according to screen sizes. But at the beginning, it just literally did um, bookings and appointments, and then it just managed the income and the expenses. That was the nub of what I wanted it to do. But we've featureized it as we've gone on over the years to have a really sophisticated system now, which my biggest concern when people get started is that it could overwhelm them. And that really bothers me a lot because business is not rocket science and I don't want anyone to get overwhelmed. So I'm very much about baby steps, telling people just start with one thing at a time. Just this week, just add in your clients, add in your services, client plus service equals appointment. Just get started with that. And then once you get used to that, next week, you can start adding in your income. The week after you can do your expenses. And once you've got income and expenses, the magic happens and you can see what money is left for you in your net income dial. And so it's about building up things and not sort of trying to conquer Rome in a day and believing that you're going to have all your business um, on it by the weekend, because that's just not uh, realistic. And you don't need to anyway. Like, I think it's nice to get used to one feature at a time. Like, I think that the brilliant thing about it, I've obviously seen it, is it's really easy to use. Like, you're a data entry person, basically, and then it does everything else for you. And what I like about it is that when I started in business, although I did think about how much money I was making, I don't think I really thought about how much money I was spending. And this shows you in very, because of the colours, it's very obvious if you're spending too much and not bringing in enough. Um, And you can see very quickly what profit you're making. And I think in the first couple of years, that's really needed because people don't think about it enough. 
business is exactly that, a game of two halves. What have you got coming in? And a lot of people focus just on that coming in. But if you've got an equal and opposite amount going out, then that net profit for you is a big fat zero. And you don't want your accountant to be the first person to tell you that, or God forbid, you've got an expensive hobby going on and you've got overexcited and been spending more than you needed to. So we've got a very visual green and red dial that tells you very quickly at a glance, whether, you know, how well your business is doing. And one of the new features that we've got coming out very shortly is um, something called a tax estimator, which will also tell you if you're putting in your income and expenses, you can have a little line that tells you what you should be popping aside for your tax, because so many people get caught out on that side of things. And it's really good to have a check and balance because you don't want that to be a nasty surprise afterwards either, because that's so, so stressful. Yeah. And and we see lots of people doing that because you kind of don't think about that side of things. And you've actually got a feature coming out in it where you can actually get your tax return actually done by an accountant as well, which I think is an amazing new feature to add on to it because lots of people get to that point and they go, I don't know what to do. Like now what? The first two years. Yeah. Yeah. Like now what? So one of the features that you have on it is this you can book appointments, you can write notes in those appointments, you can write notes every time you have a conversation with somebody, which I think is, it's like a mini CRM system, really, isn't it? Like, you don't, you can, you can kind of work out what you've got going on without needing a really big CRM system that does all the bells and whistles, which lots of people don't need, like, right at the beginning anyway. Um, Has that helped? So, like, I want to go back to, to Megan and her using this, did she start using it? Oh my goodness. So she walked around with this golden file of facts for the first six, eight months while we were building it. And she was just wedded to this golden file of facts. And I just kept thinking she's going to leave it on the bus. It'll get <laughs> wet or something. It had everything to do with her business. So, and the other thing she told me just recently was she said, oh, mom, I knew you were making this app, but she said, I was just so worried that I was going to make myself have to use it. And it was actually going to be really crap. And I was going to have <laughs> to use it and say, oh my God, mom, it's amazing. And just, put, and still have my file of facts hidden away in the background. But she said, when you actually made it I thought oh my god mum's really made something useful so she transitioned straight away and got everything online and digitalized and we then moved it on to have an online booking system which has saved her so much time because she just shares that link on her Instagram or Facebook and her clients can book in at a time that's convenient for her uh, for them and then it saves her having to all the backwards and forwards messaging we integrated it with Stripe and Square so we can take card payments so that also is helpful in the booking process you can take deposits or you can send an invoice out with a clickable link. Because I think so many people don't even know where to get started with an invoice with regards to a template. They're looking for one and it's all a bit a bit make make believe and they can't sort of get going with that part of it when they get started and when my son became self-employed when he was 16 he's an electrician and he uses it completely differently to Megan I call him my blue group Megan's my pink group she uses everything end to end Sam is a lot more um, of a disorganized character and he uses just about three or four of the features he just tracks his income his expenses sends one invoice a month and then puts that income against it but he can still do his tax return in 15 minutes at the end of the year, just like Megan, because he's tracking just the bits that he needs. So it's very much a pick and mix. There's got a whole range of features that you could use end to end, or you just cherry pick the bits that suit your business. um, And it's ideal for that. Yeah, the things that you need. So first of all, what's the cost element of this? Because obviously there are things out there already that are fairly expensive, things like Dubsado that do bits of this and, Mm -hmm. um, you know, other other 
17 hats is another one that swings to mind that kind of does bits of this but yours is like this all-in-one business solution so what's the cost so we've got a 14-day free trial and after that we've got a three-tier pricing plan that's just coming in and the maximum the highest price is less than a one hour of a, of a tech va per month so it's it's i think the new pricing is going to be 33.99 plus fat for, for the whole month. And that will also include SMS messages. So you'll get 200 SMS messages with that top tier. The middle tier includes 100, but the lowest price package, just the light version, that's $14.99 plus VAT per month. And it's pretty good value. That does all of your um, calendar. It does all of your CRM system, all of your income and expense tracking, allows you into, to integrate with Stripe and Square. That's the basic um, light version. But you can add on uh, SMSs included if that's what you want, because a lot of people like to have those text reminders, the booking confirmations, the thank you messages, all automated and going out after their appointments, because it gives makes people feel so professional. You feel like you know your doctor surgery sends you reminder messages, and you can do that as well. And you're such a small entity in one respect, but you're acting and behaving as if you're sort of much bigger with with people and staff when you don't actually need to pay anyone. Yeah, it's more professional, isn't it, to send things out properly like this. So where do you want to go? Like, have you got in your head like, I know what I want to do with it next. Like, I want to add things to it or I want training to go with it. Like, what do you want to happen with it now? So I, I've stopped on the development front. We've finished now one, once we've got the tax estimator in and we've also put some goal settings and we've also put a much more advanced analytics because one of the features I was looking at this afternoon in the new analytics is it tells you how many hours you're working per month and that's just customer facing. And I think most self-employed people don't have a clue when they become self-employed. How many hours am I actually working in my business? You can probably add at least another 10 or 20% on top of those customer facing hours. So we're actually tracking that now for you because you don't want to be swapping, you know, a 35 hour paid role where you're employed for an 80 hour self-employed. That's That wasn't the idea of it. But most people don't have a clue how many hours they're working. So this new advanced feature is going to be helping people to track those uh, hours and a much more um, sort of advanced uh, an- analytics. And the idea is that you, you book a day to day with yourself at least every three months to be actually look at your reports and things without being overwhelmed, because I'm really about not having any jargon because so many things are, you know, shortened or they, they're reports that just overwhelm most people when they look at it. And I just want things to be super simple. I just want it to be understandable so that you can move your business forward and you can scale it and start growing in a really simple way. So now we've finished all the featureizing of everything. I don't think there's anything else we need to do. We're trying to get the word out, get lots more people, lots more eyes on it. Um, I launched a podcast this month as well. We're already getting great engagement, but all roads lead to people finding out about Pocket PA and getting started on their free trial and then us building and growing and doing more training. Who came up with the name Pocket PA? Oh my goodness, that was me. Was it? <laughs> I, I don't know how how well it fits. People think I think we're a virtual PA service, but in the absence of anything better, I didn't want it to stop us getting forwards. We had to call it something when we got going, and um, I think that was my biggest expense when we started. I spent about a thousand dollars buying it from someone in America, and we've just stuck with it now. And it perhaps is difficult because you know, like Dubsado, you haven't got a clue what that thing does, so you have to look into it more. And I think sometimes when people People see Pocket PA and they think that it's a virtual PA service, but it's actually your own PA in your back pocket. It was the idea behind it. Oh so. yeah, I think it makes. I think it's a good name. Mm. I think it works really well for what it does because it is like having your own PA in your pocket. 
Yeah, I know Americans call it a VA or or people call them EAs or whatever, but we, we're all over the world. We've got users in the States. We've got them in Australia and things because you can change the currency. And this month, we're also launching in the Ukraine um, tomorrow. It's our big day. So we've had it all translated into Ukrainian. And it's just so surreal seeing it in a new language and knowing that it's going to be out there helping those people because... Uh, you know, my whole development team are based there and they've had to be relocated. So it's it's a really precious moment that we've been able to do this. Yeah, that's so amazing. What have you learned about business doing this app? It has reminded me how simple business can be, that it really is a game of two halves, money coming in, money going out. And I've been balancing that all the way through. But I think it's about how accessible business is to everybody. And you really really just need an internet connection and a phone these days, and you can set up. You just need an idea and you need to have um, a bit of confidence and that sort of thing to go out there. But business can really be simple and it is open to everyone and everyone can be successful. It's it's not the old days where you needed to have a big team or you needed to have a you know your power team and your accountant and go through reams of business plans and speak to the bank and get alone. It really doesn't need to be that complex. And I'm really passionate about people leaving school at 18 and being able to start straight away, like my son and my daughter. I've got four kids and two of them are self-employed and doing incredibly well in their early 20s. And I wish education was better serving people leaving school. That's a really um, big point of mine that I want to start working harder towards. I'm starting to talk in schools now, but not enough. I just want the education system to recognise that kids these days are wanting to go into self-employment. We're not making it easy enough. We're not putting it on the curriculum to prepare them with the tools and also to consider it as an option on careers. Yeah, it's not uh, even days. a consideration. It's no. like uh, they, they tell you these are the, the ways, that, the things you can do next, and there's not one single mention of being self-employed. It's totally fine if you want to be a doctor, a pilot, a vet, one of those things. But if you wanted to be a tattoo artist or a hypnotherapist or a dog walker or, you know, all of those things, it, it self-employment is seen, well, never mind if you become a hairdresser. It's like the poor relation of you might end up in beauty. And it's so, it's so out of touch with the opportunities that are available for people leaving school. But also, you know, mums that are going back to work that are wanting to juggle a family, um, people that are retiring earlier now, and they've had an amazing hobby and a passion, but they've always been employed. They want to pursue that now and monetize it in some way. It doesn't have to be, you know, earning 60,000. If you're earning 15, 20, 30,000, those are the ideal people that Pocket PA can help. And it's just people that are getting started, need to understand their finances, get organized and do it all in one place instead of having multiple different things open that are all needing to speak to each other and, and not doing it very well. I think it's brilliant. If we have people listening right now that know they need to get more organized in their business and know they're not doing this profit and loss and working out where they are, where is the best place for them to come and find out more about Pocket PA? So I'm on Instagram. That's my most active place, pocketpa.gb. Um, I've also got a podcast, Earn More, Stress Less, which they can listen to. And anywhere, if they go to pocketpa.com, they can sign up for the free trial for 14 days and then they can get going and choose whichever plan suits them best. They'll get access to all the premium features for the first 14 days. But after that, um, they they can just get going. And as I say, it's a totally affordable cost for them. If They, they should be investing in themselves for a minimum of, of amount to get themselves organized because it does save them time and money and you know 
time is money when you're working for yourself and nobody starts a new business to do more business admin. Thank you, Caro, for being here on the podcast today. Go and check out Pocket PA. We'll put the links in the show notes as well. Thank you everybody for listening as usual. And I will see you back here next week for another episode of Making Money Online. Thank you for listening to Making Money Online with Lisa Johnson. If you'd like to get hold of my guide to launching, go to lisajohnson.com forward slash launch and let's get you making money online.